temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson, and the inventor of the Lambo Leap, Leroy Butler. Welcome back. It is the Wendy's Big Show, live from the G. Wagner Plumbing Studios. Uh, still to come this hour, about a half hour from right now, Charlie Barron's comedian, Emmy Award-winning journalist, host of Manitowoc Minute. Uh, follow him on Twitter, at Charlie Barron's. He'll be joining us about one half hour. Last hour of the show will be joined by Stacey Dales of the NFL Network. Looking forward to talking with her and looking forward to talking to this guy right here. Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. Yes. Gary and Leroy, yeah. I don't think knew they were on the air at that point, but they were on the air while the Open was playing. Yeah. Joining us, we were trying to play Woody. too funny, but you ruined it. Yeah, sorry. Ryan Wood joins us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider's hiring drivers right now. For more info, That's call him. Feedback joker. Eight hundred forty-four pride to go to schneiderjobs.com. That's eight hundred forty-four pride to go to schneiderjobs.com. Hello, Ryan Wood. What's up, Woody? How's it going? I right. got that feedback joke. I can't imagine you're all that surprised by the special teams coordinator being released yesterday. I can't imagine anyone is all that surprised, including the special teams coordinator, right? No. I mean, really, if you saw, <laughs> this guy if you saw Tom Menanga's Zoom calls for the last, like, three or four weeks of the season, it was mm-hmm. very much dead man walking. I mean, he, he knew the writing was on the wall. Uh, let's just – I tweeted it yesterday. Let, let's, let's go through the roll call here. 31st in kickoff return, 30th in punt return, 30th in net punting, 25th in tied 25th in touchback percentage, 29th in Rick Gosselin's rankings. They allowed two punts return for touchdowns, and Mason Crosby missed a career high four extra points. That is a mouthful, and that is all your 2020 Packers special teams. The writing was very much on the wall. Yeah, it was. Uh, and so we move on to the elephant in the room. Mike Pettin, uh doesn't have a contract. And, you know, listen, I was just saying earlier, Woody, that normally a guy signs an extension when they have an opportunity to, but I feel like that he chose not to. 
Don't, maybe a year or so ago? I can't say whose intention it was, but the reality is that Mike Pettin, a year ago, did not have a, an, a year tacked on to his contract. And as Correct. you know, these coordinators work on two-year contracts, and when one year finishes, you tack on another year. Correct. So that way you're not going into a lame duck se- uh, season. Um, it, it very well could have been Matt LaFleur's decision. very well could have been Mike Pettin's decision. Um don't know how that decision was made, but the decision was made that his contract would expire after the 2020 season. It's now after the 2020 season, so his contract has expired. What that means is that the Packers don't need to fire Mike Pettin. They would have to give him another extension for him to come back as coordinator. Well, I don't want to get into smoke, but I'm going to lay some smoke out here. Well, why don't you uh, light it up a little bit and see if we can get some smoke. Then I fan the flames then, Leroy. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, because you do it better than anybody. Uh, Woody, you were right. Once again, everything Aaron Rodgers said, you said previously, and he came out and said exactly what you said. So I don't want to touch that. But you were right. So beat your chest up because I know you look amazing. Don't beat it up. Um, I'm just talking about the overall mental health of this particular team. Can they come back from these two uh, devastating losses in these championship games? I know the roster will look different, but I want you to talk to the mental health, the mental, because you've been with these guys from way back when you did the Zoom calls and the pandemic. I mean, it was tough for everybody. America, it was tough. But can they rebound? Because that's what my 2.9 million fans want to know. Gary and Steve share about 10 each, but that's fine. Tell us the overall, in your opinion, what's the overall mental health of this team? Can they come back from this? Well, the title window is still open so long as Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of this team, which, newsflash, he will be next year. And he's playing at an MVP level, which there's every expectation that, that he will be next year. So I, I wouldn't say that the title window's closed, but it's hard to see this as anything but their their best chance that they're going to get. I, it's this game was finally in Lambeau Field. They've, they've waited 13 years. They've waited Aaron Rodgers' entire career. And so I do think that there's a psychological blow here, and I, I don't think it's a exactly. small one. Because, again, we, we've talked about it, but when, when you're losing in 14, in 16, in 19, you can always say, yeah, but that, that's in Seattle, that's in Atlanta, it's in the Georgia Dome, it's, it's on the road at San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Just – get one of these back at Lambeau Field, and they finally did, and they, they did it against the fifth seed. I know that they, they got stomped week six, but they were the favorites, rightly so. They, they were a team that, that should have won, and, and, I mean, it was almost Pavlovian. I mean, you just expect... What, the what's that word you just used? Well, don't be too smart. On Wait, what did he say, Pavlovian? What did he say, Leroy? Yeah, it, it's, it's just... It's like I got to talk to Plucker about the, this word. The way that they came out, and, yeah. and it was the same in the last two, and it's like they're coming out in the same in, in the same way in the conference championship game since 2014. Oh, okay. they get kicked in the teeth in 2014, a, a, a massive blow, right? I mean that that doesn't happen to every every franchise. That that that's a historic collapse. They, they they then come out two years later in 16, get rolled over. They come out in 19, get rolled over. Now they're at home, and it was. I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know if you got the sense. It was almost like as soon as as soon as Tom Brady on that first drive targeted Mike Evans, who toasted Shannon Sullivan on that that initial third down. You're, you're like, oh, okay. And then they finished that off with a touchdown, where Kevin King misplays the 
the, the ball in the air, and then next thing you know, they're down 28-10 in the third quarter. It's, it's, it's the same thing on repeat. They don't come out in these conference championship games ready to play. And in this case, they were at home against a team that they should have beat. There's, I think there's a massive psychological blow here. Hmm. Talking with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette here on the Wendy's Big Show. Well, we're going to start talking about the mental aspect of things. How do you think the the decision to kick a field goal versus go for it on fourth down, how do you think that played out in that locker room? That's got to be tough, right? I don't I, – I'd be curious to hear what Gary and Leroy have to say about the locker, how that played out in the locker room because I haven't been in the locker room. But from the outside looking in, it's hard to see that there's not some explaining to do. I mean, you, you took the ball out of your MVP's hands eight yards from, from a potential tie. I know you need to get the two-point conversion as well, but if if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I, I'm not I'm not too happy about that. I think that you saw not just after the game with Aaron Rodgers saying that it wasn't his decision, but ad nauseum going into the decision on Pat McAfee's show on Tuesday, and even if you even if you don't get the touchdown there, you, the Bucks get the ball at the eight yard line. And if you hold it, you got to get a stop either way. I mean, that, everyone knows that. You, you hold them there. They, they're punting from their end zone, and you still need that touchdown. You, you have a short field to go get it. Uh, three points does, with, with, with no promise of getting the ball back doesn't really help you that much. And if you're someone who's like, yeah, but they would have had to stop Tom Brady from getting in field goal position and that wasn't going to happen, then how in the world do you have any confidence that they were going to stop Tom Brady from getting a first down and get the ball back? Uh, that's it's a heck of a lot lower degree of difficulty than stopping him from getting a field goal position. So if you don't have confidence that he was going to get a field goal position, you surely sh- shouldn't have confidence that they, that they were going to stop him from getting a first down. Um, so I, I don't know. You know, the, the, the chance to, to to remove the opportunity of of with your MVP quarterback tying the game, that's a tough that's a tough call. Yeah, that's Pat Lovey in there. Uh... Would, yeah, whatever that. Yeah, that's what that teacher, is. Yeah, would uh, Rogers, and we may have this on the docket, may not have on the docket, but uh, do you think he's looking for uh, a new contract here? Uh, that's the word out. I don't think there's any question that he'd like some more guarantees. The guaranteed portion of his contract is run out, so he goes into 2021 as a lame duck. Um, and that's by definition, an uncertain future, right? So the the question is going to be not whether they're going to throw more guaranteed proration into his contract because it, it helps the Packers to do that. If you spread that proration over the life of the contract, it's a lower salary cap hit, and they need to lower the, their salary cap drastically. So it, it's a no-brainer from that standpoint. The question is not whether they're going to do that. It's whether or not they're going to extend it all the way through the life of the contract in 2023 or just give it through 2021 and 2022. Um, and why would they not want to go through 2023? Well, they do have Jordan Love, and at some point in, in the, the lifespan of this Aaron Rodgers contract, they could be looking at, at a quarterback transition. Um, so it's just protection for the team. I think that'll be fascinating. I, I don't think there's any question there's going to be some more guaranteed money thrown in. It's just how many years – Mm. Yeah, I would I would definitely do that. I would guarantee uh, two or maybe even three years, guarantee it. But I would also extend Matt LaFleur because I don't want no 
uh, daylight between what we're trying to do next next three years. I would definitely do that. So, and I want to go back to your original point uh, about the uh, fourth down call real quick. When you say the locker room, that's a different discussion because we've been talking about whether you agree with it or not or whatever. See, I agree with the decision for different reasons. But when you talk about the locker room, here's where the confusion is. All year, LaFleur has been aggressive. Woody on fourth down. He'll mm-hmm. go forward in a heartbeat. So you're telling, mm-hmm. you sent the signal to the guys. I'll go for it. And you also sent the signal to Aaron Rodgers on third down. You make the call. So to remove that at that point can be confusing to the to your locker room. You got to be one way with these guys. Hey, man, listen, we're going to be aggressive all the time. And I got your back and you got mine. So when it does that, you do deflate the guys a little bit. But I understand his thinking to try to win it. I'm trying to help you guys win it, not tie it. So that's why I did it. So there can be some confusion there. That's why I was thinking about my original question was the mental health of this team, the guys who are coming back, can they get past this like the team did in 2014? They never got back to a Super Bowl. But you've seen they kind of got past it and still been a dominating force in the North and in the NFC. I don't know if I could be wrong, but I don't know if that 2014 team ever really got past it. I mean, they they got back to the championship game two years later, but they were down 27 nothing at halftime. I mean, it was a participation type thing. Um, <laughs> three years after, I mean, I just I don't know. I I don't I don't know if those organizations ever really got past 2014. And, and I could be wrong again, but it just seems like I mean, when you're two minutes from the Super Bowl and that happens, and then they've gotten back the three of these and they've they've had massive deficits in in all three um and i get that in this past one they gave themselves a chance to win multiple times in the fourth quarter but there's a lot of exhaustion coming back from 28 10 a minute into the second half and championship game that's a that's a hell of a hole um and you know it's I don't know. It's it's just it's it's like Groundhog Day. It just keeps happening over and over and over again. And at, at some point, they've got to come out in one of these conference championship games like world beaters, and they've they've, they've got to they got to bring it from the start and not get into these holes. And until they do that, they're not going back to the Super Bowl. We talk about that Seattle game. Talking with Ryan with the Green Bay Press Gazette. When we talk about that Seattle game, Bostic was the fall guy for that one, uh, and then McCarthy decided to give a play calling, and there was ramifications from that game. Uh, that off season, will there be ramifications from this game this off season? Well, you can for, for potentially, are, and I, I I I know the Sean Menenga, he, he they they might have won the Super Bowl. He might he was still gone, there. right? Yes, you know he, but but you know uh, it, it might have it might have solidified Mike Pettin's fate. Um, it might have solidified Kevin King's fate. Uh, Kevin King, in a lot of ways, is the brand of Bostic of this NFC Championship game. Not one defining play three he gave up two touchdowns and had the dpi uh, it's it just you know when you look at kevin king in 2019 he stayed healthy and he was a playmaker he played 15 games that was huge for him and he, he led the defense with five interceptions he was a really good player in 2019 so going into 2020 going into the final year of his contract he needed to duplicate that. He needed to build on that, and if he did, he was looking at a real payday. Instead, he misses five games with injury. He only plays 11 games. He has no interceptions. So already going into Sunday, 
it was not the season that he needed going into free agency. And then whatever that was Sunday, it, it was not what you want to put on film in your in, in your last audition before becoming a free agent. Uh, so ramifications, yeah, I think I think Kevin King is going to see some of those. There he is, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette, uh, joining us here on the Wendy's Big Show. Ryan, thanks so much. Hey, take care. Take care. There he is, Ryan Wood on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call him 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Charlie Barron's comedian, Emmy Award-winning journalist, hosts of Manitowoc Minute, uh, joins us coming up here in about 15 minutes. But up next, which Packers surprised you the most this year? Gary and Leroy will tell you who it is for them next on the Wendy's Big Show. 16 stations strong. The Big Show Radio Network. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.